What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the Golden Fist, Charlie Hickman. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We here at Talk Talk Punch are building a wonderful little community, and we love interacting with you guys. So please remember to be kind in those comments as we're all just having some fun here. While you're here, make sure you go ahead and hit the like, subscribe, whether you're listening in on the audio version or watching on YouTube. Uh, it really does help us out. And that way you guys can come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic, we've got our top three guilty pleasures movies. Movie guilty pleasures. Pleasure movies. You know guilty pleasures. What I mean. Oh, we all know what you mean. Now, but what now, Tudong, this this came <laughs> from your brain. This came up in a production meeting, and Tudong said, "I want to do something about guilty pleasures." So, Dylan, tell us what is a guilty pleasure? <clears throat> well, bro, thank you for asking. You're a guilty as I always look at it as a movie that you enjoy, that you like, you can't say exactly that it's good. You can't, and sometimes maybe you're almost embarrassed to recommend it. Or if you do, it's, you know, in a funny way, but there's guilt involved. I'm a black belt in guilt. So, you know, I get movies and you're like, I don't even know why. There's something about it. And one aspect, maybe it's the, um, the other, maybe you just, it, maybe you saw it at a certain point in your life and you always connect with it. And you're just kind of like, what, what am I, what, is, what am I watching here? It doesn't make any sense. But I'll watch it again, absolutely. Right after this, I'll watch it. I'll put it right back on again. It's one <laughs> can't get away from, and you feel horrible about it, but you love it, like fast food. It's exactly like fast food. It's so good. You don't know what's in it. You don't know why it tastes good. You don't even want to think about it, and you're embarrassed to talk. You know, <laughs> what you have for dinner? I had um, some baked chicken, and I'm a vegetarian. But <laughs> It's something that you enjoy, you like, but you cannot admit that it's actually good. There we go. I think that is a stellar definition of a guilty <laughs> pleasure. All right, uh, let's just get right into it. Okay, all right, I like it. There it is. I know where. I know what I'm doing, I promise. Okay, so this week's order, we are going Tudong Dylan. Yeah. And then me, and then Charlie. There you go. There you go. Charlie, the, the quiet one. The golden fist. <laughs> he, he feels no shame. <laughs> he's, he, like, I don't get he's got an empty life. list. He's just like, I only like good things. I, I feel like all three of mine are going to disappoint you guys, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't have a lot of guilt attached uh, to these movies, but hey, enough about me. I want to hear uh, Dylan. I, these movies that you're afraid to tell me you like, like I would ever tease you. Me, uh, me. I, and you know what? I have admitted to liking them in the past, and you're even going to be like, "Oh, you used to, you know, this and this." And yes, and you feel even more guilt when you remember that kind of a thing. It's an endless cycle of guilt. All right, dude. Well, what's your number three? My number three. As if you have seen some of the earlier episodes, I'm a big James Bond fan. I've got my favorite James Bond, and this would never make that list. Somehow or another, it's very watchable, and I always loved it as a kid. And that is uh, Roger Moore's Last of You to a Kill. The best, I, not even an over-the-top, one of the best James Bond villains. 
Christopher Walken, and he's not like present day Christopher Walken where he's hamming it up and it's big. He's you're like, where did this come from? Grace Jones, who is superhuman and ferocious, almost like in Conan the Destroyer. You got Roger Moore, and it they just it's it's nonsensical. The things that happened into it. It doesn't make any sense. There's a fight scene, and I've done fight choreography, and I understand it. And I didn't understand some of the fight scenes with this. And I, you, you couldn't show Roger Moore sometimes because he didn't do this stuff. And I still don't get it. I'm like, how did you get to the... This must be when he actually did show up for a fight scene because it makes no sense. <laughs> and out of nowhere, he's going to a, a plantation, and this lady out of nowhere... Like, all these different characters are introduced, and they it's filler, but it's just so enjoyable. I mean... Like I said, Christopher Walken, you got Roger Moore, not at his best, but he's, <laughs> that's, he's like, this is it. I'm putting it in there without putting anything in. And it's, and it's great. And I don't know why I revisited, but it somehow is mystifying. Like I said, not one of my favorite James Bond movies, but I can always watch it. Just real quick, is he standing in that poster? Is he standing on the tip of like a lobster claw? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Exactly what it is. It's uh, a is there a giant claw. lobster in this movie? <laughs> lobster in the movie, because you'll notice the rivets and whatnot. That's supposed to be the Golden it's Gate the Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge. Bridge, and it does. Oh, I see it now. I see it now. I'm, you know, Chris I'm admiring the poster as well, and it, it's something. The bad guy is behind him at a strange angle in a blimp. But no, no, that's it, a yeah, yeah, no, a helicopter, helicopter. But he's but he's aiming the opposite way, and the girl—I don't know how the girl is even standing on this thing. Her foot is all the way off of that of that pipe thing. It makes sense with this movie. That's the best part about it. I remember seeing <laughs> on like when you go to a video store, and I was just like, I don't get it. Somehow it's cool, and it is. He is on the Golden Gate Bridge. Granted. The bad guys got the drop on him. You don't really think about that when you're younger. And it's still cool. Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, you, gotta, you gotta go on top of the Golden Gate Bridge so you have a nice view to a kill. You gotta you have go. a view. Go. I love it. Grace Jones is like, what a view. And Christopher Walken's like, to a kill. And it's just like... <laughs> and I don't know why. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it, I'm oh. guilty. It's guilty. But it's so, so much pleasure. And I don't know why. There we go. I don't know if I've even seen that. I'll take your word for it, Tudong. All right. My number three is a good one. I've talked about it before on how much I like this. And how much I have shared this with other people. And how everybody uh, else walks away saying, that's not a good movie. <laughs> it's Event Horizon. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. I've I knew it. Shown this to a lot of people, a, a <laughs> lot, a lot of people, and and most people walk away saying, "I didn't like that movie." <laughs> 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 but I love this movie. Why do I love it? I don't know. It's got space. Everybody knows I love space. <laughs> it's it's got things that don't make sense. Everybody knows I like things that don't make sense. Nonsense. That is true. It's we often do say that about you. You know, I, I still quote this movie. Whenever I hear somebody say, do you see? I have to go, do you see? Because that's what, that's what they do in the movie. 
I just that's, where, that's right. It's, okay. Yeah, it's I don't know. I it's it's one that I just enjoy watching. I I don't know why. I'm not sure why I enjoy watching it, but I enjoy watching it. And and no matter how many times I've shown other people, nobody else has really seemed to like it like I do. Um, you, you, it, in fairness, you would often show this to first dates. Yeah, that's true. This was like the first date movie was, hey, you want to watch a movie? Sure. All right, I got this great movie. And then I'd show them Event Horizon. I believe this showed up on my um, Don't Show This on Dates list, which you can also check out, full of yeah. movies just like this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I still really enjoy this movie. This is one that I still enjoy going back to. And like Paul W.S. Anderson, he doesn't make great movies, but for some reason, I love this one. I looked it up on yeah. Tomato, Rotten Tomatoes. doesn't have good scores. People don't really like it, but I love it. I just, I don't know, man. It, I... Do I feel guilty for it? I don't know. Maybe not, maybe not guilty, but, but I recognize that people do not hold this in high regard. But I love it nonetheless. So there is my number three. Good old Event Horizon. Last I heard, they're making it into an Amazon TV show. We'll see. Amazon seems we'll see. to be making everything. So, I don't know. But there was a rumor. Or there was a rumor. Something. All right, Charlie, you're number three. Uh, my number three is a movie that I feel no guilt over liking, but uh, it would never really make any of my top anything lists. Maybe you know what? Maybe top rainy day or feeling sick at home and eating a big bowl of soup movies. Uh, and it's the uh, 2005 rom com, Just Like Heaven, featuring Mr. Mark Ruffalo and Reese hmm. Witherspoon. Uh, this has. All the ingredients of a movie that I typically do not like. A horrible poster? Uh, no. Hey, 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 easy, <laughs> easy. He's not, sorry there's no giant lobster claw or a helicopter that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's just a really bad Photoshop Mark Ruffalo upside down for some oh, reason. <laughs> whoa. I saw a behind-the-scenes documentary on the making of this poster, and they had them lie down in this exact pose yeah, sure with the did. flowers underneath. <laughs> It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. It, it was good. So, like, this, this movie, it's, it's charming in ways that I feel like it shouldn't be. I enjoy watching it in ways that I feel like I shouldn't. And it's not like it's a bad movie. Like, I think that I, I really enjoy the movie. I think it's a good movie. I would recommend it. I would watch it with, with people. Um, and whenever it's on, I just, I just sit back and I enjoy it. But, it, like, the whole, the whole is it relies really heavily on a, on a premise that just doesn't make any sense. There's not, like, real definable conflict. There's not, like, tremendous reason for personal growth. There's not, like, real depth in the way that their relationship blossoms. Like, it doesn't really make sense on a lot of levels that I typically look for in my rom-com watch. But I just like it. I watched this again, like, uh, like six months ago, uh, and I was just like, ah, it just makes me feel good. Like, eating a bowl of warm soup on a cold day. Uh, so this is, uh, you know... I'm calling it a guilty pleasure, but really, it's just a pleasure. Don't feel guilty. Watch your movies, whatever they may be. My wife made me watch something called Rocket Man once upon a time. You can Google that one. That's a bad movie. But sh you know, no shame. No shame. Uh, I, I wanted to put it on my list, but that would, inquire, inquire, would require me to also consider it a pleasure. So instead, I went with this. <laughs> I just can't get over the poster. 
What's wrong with the poster? The poster's so good, man. Look at Mark Ruffalo. Can you imagine them taking these photoshops or the the shots and they say, okay, now stand with one arm in the air. And he's like, like this? And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And then Reese Witherspoon, all right, put your hand up like that and another one kind of out. And then kind of like stand on one leg. <laughs> you're, see, you're assuming once again, I'm telling you, you gotta watch the documentary because they are not standing up. They are lying down and they're almost touching, but they can't quite touch because she is in fact dead-ish. Oh, spoilers, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't figured that part out by the first two minutes of the movie, you are watching the wrong film. Hey, but love will bring you back. That's, that's the meaning, right? Uh, you, you know what? I heard that on a brilliant poster once, and I feel like that's a, that's a good quote. All right, Dylan, let's make fun of Brody's poster. He's, he's tearing our posters apart. Oh, yeah. my number two has a horrible poster. Don't worry about it. You don't... <laughs> the Event Horizon poster was terrible. Terrible, Brody. Hey, no, the Event Horizon posters are. Okay, you're right. I couldn't. I, I didn't. I didn't have any conviction behind it. All right, Dylan, drop right. a deuce on us. What do you got? Ah, yes. Now, I was going to put the movie Point Break, but that is too much pleasure built over it. I think that's a a great movie. Brody, do your Keanu Reeves. Uh, An FBI agent. I love all that. When he says that, that's so great. They have, they're playing it almost like the Rocky Horror Picture Show nowadays with some speaking Keanu's lines from the audience and they give him a script and everything. However, that is not my number two. My number two is the Keanu Reeves movie, Speed. Ah, that's a good one. It's really a fun movie, even though people, they die. You know, all right, fine. This is rated R? What's that? This is rated R. That makes sense. Profanity. People die, bro. I mean, look at the bus. That is engulfed in flames, Brody. That is a (laughs) terrifying movie. (laughs) Great poster, though. Great poster. First off, Keanu Reeves is not doing his absolute... I'm not saying he's not doing his best. He buffed up for this role. People started taking him more seriously as an action hero. I love that anytime anybody ever says, you know, um, pop quiz hotshot, it doesn't matter if they say, what's two plus two? Your answer is, from this movie, shoot the hostage. So it doesn't matter. That's, that's where it comes from. They keep saying that. That's all I can see. Nobody ever gets it anytime. If somebody ever says pop quiz, and I'll be like, hot shot. <clears throat> I say it to and my kids all the time. Hostage. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's from Speed. But it doesn't make any sense. He, he spends the bad guy, Dennis Hopper, which is already makes it a bad movie. He's never <laughs> considered. And I'm like, when, from what? But all right, fine. But, but he's really chewing up the scenery in this, like, shockingly. <laughs> I mean, he spends years planning this heist or where he's like, no, I shouldn't say heist, where he plants a bomb on these elevators and he's going to get paid, you know, three, four million dollars. He spent years doing this. They foil his plan. That night they get medals of honor. And the next day after getting drunk, getting medals of honor that same day, this guy who took years to plan this elevator heist now is doing this with a bus. But first he blows another bus to get everybody's attention. In the span of a day. <laughs> Very He's motivated. Motivated, man. The whole thing in it. And if it goes below 50, that thing, there's no possible way. It would have, as soon as it, as it armed, boom, it would have blown right. 
There's th that's the best. They should have said it in, like, Nebraska, some flatland plains where they can just kind of keep going. Nobody's in their way. But instead, they're in L.A. And that's, that's even more, more fantastical than when they actually have to jump a, like, a gap <laughs> freeway in the bus. <laughs> it is nonsensical left and right, but it is so fun to watch. And you're getting into it. And you're just like, oh, you know, he... He went to look at the bomb, and now he's back in the bus. All right. No, lady, don't don't try and get off the bus. He said nobody gets off the bus. All these things. And yet, I can't really say it's a good movie that makes any kind of sense. I cannot. I can't do it. I've never been one to be like, you know, you, we should watch Speed. I'll throw it on at almost any point. I don't care. It's fun. It's so fun. And the performances are spot on, but it's so ridiculous. So yeah. ridiculous. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd like to watch it again. I was thinking about showing my kids, but now I see it's rated R, and I was like, ah, Did you guys ever watch the Ed Burns documentary about speed? Because there was this, like, tragic aftermath where what? bus drivers were taking buses and going at full speed at, like, gaps and freeway ramps and trying oh, to make the jump that they did in the movie to prove that it could be done. Like, seven or eight bus drivers died. Uh, <laughs> it was... No. Tragic. It's tragic. Hey, if you're watching this at home, if you have a bus... Please do not try to jump any kind of ravines or gaps in freeways. It's not what buses are designed to do. It's a very good point. It's not a good idea. Bad idea. But it's a good... Okay, no. It's a movie. And it's fun. It's a fun movie. It is. All right, All right Brody. What's your two? <clears throat> My number two is one that I enjoy so much that even when the smoke alarm went off in the movie theater and everybody left, I didn't leave ready to rumble because it's wrestling and i love wrestling and it was a movie about wrestling granted it had wcw not great especially around this time particularly bad and the movie's not great and the the you get you know the uh, uh what's his name arquette david arquette um former wcw world heavyweight champion after this uh just being like a goofball him and uh the Scott Con, Scott Con, yeah. Um, yep. Just, just loving wrestling, and I, I really liked that because I loved wrestling, and so I, it was fun. But it's, but it's a bad movie, and I know that, and I know that that people, even, even like wrestling people, talk poorly about this movie, and they're like the wrestling is bad, and the story is bad, and the characters are bad, and I'm like, but there's something about it that I just really like. I just really enjoy I don't know if it's because I'm such a wrestling fan that I, I don't know. Something, something connects with me with this movie, and I love to watch it. And it's stupid. It's stupid as all. So bad. But I, I, I do really enjoy it. And, yeah, I was supposed to leave the theater. Fire alarm went off. Didn't. I probably put my life in, in danger. Granted, everybody came back in, and they didn't stop the movie. They just said, oh, keep going. Worth, worth dying for. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> so, so Worth being burned alive. So all those, people, all those people missed a portion of the movie, but I didn't. <laughs> Joke's on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, this is one that I do feel kind of guilty for liking. Because I know it's not a great movie, but there is something. There's just something that I love about it. I don't know. I, Jimmy King, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. 
You don't have to feel guilty for liking it. Maybe no, just guilty for staying do. in a movie theater that was on fire and still it was, watching. <laughs> it was a false alarm. There actually was no fire because people came back in and they just missed a portion of the movie. Yeah, but you didn't know that. You didn't know it was a false alarm. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, but I wanted to see the movie. Gambling. <laughs> Where's oh, Brody? God. I don't know. He's still watching Ready to Rumble. <laughs> Ready to Rumble. <laughs> Well, he died doing what he loved, watching Ready to Rumble. <laughs> hey, Dylan, was it Scott Kahn that everyone said you looked like in college? No, it was. They kept saying John Travolta. No, no, no. It was, it was Scott Kahn or Scott Speedman, and I forget which which of the Scots with the slick back hair. All ever being compared to a Scott. Oh yeah. Okay, it was Scott Kahn, uh, and it would it would make you mad, and I don't remember <laughs> like the the exact reason why it made you so mad. I, I think. But now, come on, like looking back, the you know, the blue eyes, the the exact hair that you had, David Arquette's ridiculously long neck for some reason. His neck is so long in that picture, it doesn't make sense to me, but Yeah. Hey, like I said, this doesn't have a great poster. No. But All this right. is like these your movies are giving me like such nostalgia for when you used to live with me and, and <laughs> you would watch these movies like on a constant repeating loop. <laughs> I would. I would watch this all the time on VHS. <laughs> I can't wait to see what your number one is. Oh, uh, man. All right. My all number right. two is actually, I think, I think, a movie that we all might like, or at least Dylan likes it. Uh, but uh, the people, you know who doesn't like it? The critics out there. The critics <laughs> oh, did not like this movie. It was not popular. And I don't think it's particularly necessarily aged well. Uh, but I still like it. It's the witty Shane Black written action comedy, mm. The Last Boy oh. Scout. Yeah. I haven't and, seen this you know, in a long time. Does it not hold uh, up? No, I, I like any any movie from 1991 is going to have elements of it that feel dated because it's a long. That's a long freaking time ago. Uh, <laughs> but Bruce is still Bruce, and you know I like Damon Wayans and and. Yeah, you got Halle Berry in it for like five seconds. I mean, it's a, it's it's a, the chemistry between Bruce and Damon. I think is undeniable. I think it's I, I like Shane Black's style of dialogue. Uh, did Shane Black do a lot of drugs in the eighties and nineties? Probably. Probably. Does that come through in the way that he wrote scripts? Maybe. <laughs> but but are they fun? Yes. I mean, like the whole yeah. opening sequence of like the you know you got a football player in the locker room getting like a like a phone call and, and like you better win today and then he's some PCP kind of drug and he's going out the field and he's trying to score a touchdown and people are going to block him so he pulls out a gun and he's just shooting football players in the head scores a touchdown and then shoots himself in the head to open the it's a really it's just like a, a wildly ridiculous manic <laughs> opening to a film. And it just and the whole opening is just a, a big giant. It feels like this snowball just kind of crashing down a hill, and I can just picture him in the writing room. He's like, "No, this is great. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna shoot himself in the head on the in front of all the fans, and then and then Bruce Willis he's gonna walk in, and his friends he's sleeping with his wife, and then he's gonna explode in a car bomb, and it's great. And this for some reason Shane Black talks just like this. <laughs> I might be I might be thinking of Lewis Black. I. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, I enjoy it, uh, and I think it's it's still worth watching if you've never seen it, if you're just in the mood for a little Bruce Willis, because this is like just quintessential Bruce, dripping in Bruce. Hey, look, you touch me again, I'll kill you. Remember that? We touch again, I'll kill you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do. Punches him to death. <laughs> he punches him, and he put his nose bone, which 
dose doesn't have, it will shatter before it goes into your brain. Right into his brain. He's like, oh, he hit his, his nose into his brain. He's dead. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, why not? <laughs> nice. All right. Number one's Tudong. What's your number one guilty pleasure movie? The reason I brought up John Travolta before, because this movie has, in fact, John Travolta, one of his better movies, and it is so ridiculous, and in some cases so over the top and bad, face off. Gonna take his face <laughs> off. I almost put this and, on my list. <laughs> right? You've got, you've got Nicolas Cage as Castor Troy and his brother Alex Alex Troy. From Troy. <laughs> Got his two. He's got his two gold-plated, like almost machine pistol pistols. The whole thing, and you know, hey, we're not gonna worry about the entire skeletal structure <laughs> of both eyes here, of face or any other part of your body. What's that? Do we need to actually make you seem like you know John Travolta and add some fat? No problem, because we have these. They didn't. This is before they started saying things like nanobots or nanotech or any of those kinds of things. They just said they had some kind of new-founded whatever it is. You wouldn't understand anyways, basically. <laughs> yeah, we don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need to worry yourself with the science here. We'll handle the science. The only thing we couldn't change are your guys' blood type. By the way, that has nothing to do with, you know, compatibility of donors and things along those lines. Nope. Just put your face and his skin right on. It'll be great. And, hey... He's brain dead. We shouldn't put him and keep him in restraints or anything like that. Wait a minute. Maybe he's not brain dead. Comes back to life, and then he's going to put your face on. <laughs> we'll just put it right next to him. It's okay. Just put it right on there. And it's going to fool his wife. <laughs> the whole thing is preposterous, and I love it. They're so ridiculous. This, is, this right here is a Nicolas Cage. I'm not going to say... This is his prime when it comes to acting. But when it comes to action movies, I this is in that peak with, you know, between, like, with Con Air and The Rock. The Rock being fantastic, and yet still a Michael Bay movie. Oddly enough. But this, it's, it's it, I, I, I can't even get through it, get through the, any of it without cracking up. I, oh. I couldn't, I could not believe they put a boat chase in it. Oh, gosh. I, I remember seeing, seeing it for the first time, and they had, like, every other possible kind of chase. And the movie's been going on for so long. It's so long. It's so long. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden they're they're in boats, and it's like, why the hell are they in boats? And what? What? Why? What? It's like we need one more big chase scene. What haven't we used yet? Boats. Give me boats. And somehow these boats have are they're just filled to the brim with gasoline because they explode like they're filled oh, with gasoline so and. Like, I don't know, just explosives. They're filled with oh. explosives, tossing people into the air. It is so fun, though. It's so it's such fun. a ridiculous movie. I did not. It's I did not enjoy this movie. Even, <laughs> even even as a kid, when it got to the boat, I was like, "This has gone on too long." <laughs> the boat scene was a, was a bridge too far it, it, for boating. It, 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 it was it was too much. It was too much. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, the movie was fun. I, I the whole thing. He goes to prison, and there's he's got boots that are magnetized. Everybody does. That's not going to get in the way with any sort of medical condition anybody has, let alone uh -huh. okay with just a regular 
being around that close to magnetized things, just like walking all over it, actually, no problem. They should they should start using this device in like just random projects where it turns out, you know, like thirty years later, other people had their faces swapped, <laughs> and you, it just and just like it's it just it comes out that like just you know. They could have face off two, three. They could have a whole TV show yeah. about people who've had their faces off. And I still remember Dylan when you were when you were younger and you watched this and and you're like, oh, I really like this movie Face Off. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a clever title because they're facing off against each other and their faces are coming off. Oh. And it, and you're like, whoa, I never thought of it on two <laughs> levels, bro. That's amazing. I don't quite recall saying that. If I'm gonna. Be <laughs> honest that doesn't actually sound like me in any way <laughs> bro it's me dylan <laughs> bro it's me dylan oh i never i, I didn't get whoa what? that was oh. in your scott con surfer phase in, in college man. <laughs> oh. all right all right all what's right. your number one brody all right my number one now my number one was is an interesting one good poster by the way because i don't think this actually i think i I don't know why there's a slash between. Um, so my my number one, I don't think that it is like universally panned, but I think I like it so much more than everybody else. Oh, uh oh, I know. That's oh, mine. oh, this isn't mine. Did somebody change this? Are you guys ribbing me? I did not put Ready. this in it. Don't pretend that this isn't your number this one. This is not my number one. Did you guys Brody. change the slides? How no. we do that? Charlie, did you change the slides? I did not change the slides. Wait a second. I feel I feel like you're messing with me right now, but that's okay. I'm not messing with you. Wait a second. <laughs> this is not my number one. <laughs> oh my. I, well, it I wasn't universally panned. I mean, maybe it's not popular with me and Dylan all the way through, but are you Other sure you guys aren't like messing it. with me right now? I wouldn't be able to do that. You would just am, go into I'm the sure. file. I mean, I know how I would do it. I just promise you that I didn't do it. I don't even know how to do that. That's a great idea, though. I think I will start doing that to you from now on. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Why didn't you give him that idea, bro? Well, just tell, why don't you just there tell him? Is. There oh, it is. Okay. It's shoot him I... up. Oh, my goodness. I thought, yeah. I thought you guys were, were ribbing me for a second. Golly. So, <laughs> shoot them up. So I, I don't think, I, I think that some people kind of like this, but I think whenever I tell people how much I like this movie, they're like, really? Like, yes, yes, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this might be like in my top five favorite movies of all time. And people are like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. I love this movie so much. I laugh so hard when I watch it. I could just put it on and it makes me so happy. It makes me laugh and I have fun. This is a great movie. I just don't think people understand it. Oh, Dylan, oh. Tudong, you don't understand the movie. That's why you don't enjoy it. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, you're, it's true. You're right. That's true. I just, I, you understand it. In order, yeah, I agree. I, I, uh, I, I didn't see this in theaters. I regret not seeing it in theaters. I saw it like, like a while later, uh, back when Netflix was just on discs, and I saw it, and I was just like, I, I, I probably watched it again, like right after, because I liked it so. Much. And that's true. 
favorite thing about this movie. I love Smith because he's he's a grumpy guy, and his his the way that he constantly goes throughout the movie and says, "You know what I hate," and then he talks about something like he said, "You know what I hate." People who don't use their turn signals. You got to move your, your your finger one inch. And then what does he do? Then he'll just kill the person. Oh, God. So good. Come on now. There's a baby and they're shooting and the baby is all over the place. Like when they have the, the baby on the little merry-go-round thing and they're shooting the, the bars to make the baby, to make the thing spin with the baby on it so the bad guy can't get him. Oh, my goodness. How do you not love this movie, Tudong? You love action. You love shooting. You love Monica Bellucci. Come on. I love Monica Bellucci. <laughs> I, I, well, I, hey, you know, I can't say no to Bellucci on the screen. And there's also Paul Giamatti. Don't forget Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti's love, great. I love in Paul this. Giamatti. He's great in this. And Clive Owen is great in it. I just. I, I, Clive Owen, I, I miss him. I think he, uh, he's been in some miniseries recently, so maybe, uh, maybe he'll resurrect his career. I'll tell you, Brody, where this movie lost it for me was when the baby started picking up guns and shooting. That was weird. It's like, all right, this is like a boat, this is like a boat chase oh, in a face-off movie. The baby doesn't maybe shoot just, any I'm, guns. Maybe it's like firing yeah. guns. Okay. <laughs> the baby doesn't the baby. shoot guns. All right, fine. The baby takes a bottle and breaks it and then and is like cutting people with a, like, with a milk bottle. <laughs> no, I and it, just... and it's, it like zooms in and he's like gaga goo goo <laughs> and then starts stabbing no i just i love this is one of my like favorite movies and i love it so much this i don't feel guilty for it i just i think people kind of raise their eyebrows when i talk about how much i love it people just give me that like <laughs> oh wow you you like you actually really like this movie and i'm like yeah i actually really like this movie wrong with guilt road it's just how it's, it's only in how you use it is this is this streaming anywhere i gotta uh, I, I haven't watched I this since i think i don't know if it out. is i have it on blue all right charlie what's your number one my number one is so i've, I've been each 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 of my slots has been getting has been like aging like a decade or so at a time so our, our last stop finds us in the 1980s in a little movie I saw when I was a kid. It forever makes me think of my childhood and my big sister. And it is the Brat Pack uh, kind of life drama, creepy, at times stalker, <laughs> rom-com, St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, I, I did have a little bit of, a, of, a, of an Andrew McCarthy phase. Love me some Andrew McCarthy. You could do no wrong in my eyes as a young child. Uh, he delivered one of the most cynical speeches that I'd ever heard in my young life that I just it just resonated me with this movie. This movie is very chaotic. It is all over the place. There are a lot of plot lines. There is a, a whole lot of saxophone, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, just nonsensical love triangles, uh, you know, weird suicide attempts. I, a lot, just a lot of like drama, a lot of 80s drama that I was way too young to appreciate. And this is one of those rare movies where, you know, I'm, I'm older than all of them when they were in this movie, but it doesn't make me feel old to watch it. In fact, it makes me feel young. Uh, so I can put, put on this. They still all, they're all older than me in real life. So it still feels somehow in a weird time crystal. I can enjoy this movie and I'm like five again or something, you know, I just pop <laughs> it on and it, it just makes me feel all like young and youthful. It is not good. I don't recommend it. If you haven't seen it, 
<laughs> it, it, it's gone. You know, the charm of this is probably lost to the ages. I will you say fantastic, fantastic soundtrack. So uh, there is there's some really good music in there. Um, a wonderful love theme. Do not listen to the, the version of the love theme with lyrics. That is terrible. But the instrumental, very nice. Um, and, and watch Andrew McCarthy in whatever, you know. Put, put on some Weekend of Bernie's, a little Pretty and Pink. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's Demi Moore. She's in it. Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Ali Sheedy. Got a big cast. Yeah, big, big cast. Andy McDowell's in this. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's the victim of, of Kirby, who is played by Emilio Estevez, like fully stalks her in a... In, what I'm sure seemed romantic to people in 1985, but if you watch it now, it's horrifying. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, there's the picks. You guys have any honorable mentions that you that you wanted to put on but you didn't? Can I say like I I you know I whenever I finish a list for these categories, I I kind of do my list first, and I I kind of start doing Google searches for other people's takes and stuff to see if I forgot anything or just curious about the topic. And a lot of people had clue on their list as a guilty pleasure. Let mm. me just say that All is right. a, that is an amazing film. It doesn't belong in anyone's guilty pleasure list. You watch that thing loud. You watch it proud. You watch it out loud. You, you go evangelize that movie from, from the East to the West. You make everybody you've ever known watch it. It is an amazing comedy. It doesn't belong in a guilty pleasure list. It belongs on a pleasure list. Number one. There you go. Get a clue, people. I like it. All right, you guys have anything else to add to this? I'm good, bro. I'm good. All right, Charlie, how about you close us out? Well, thank you for indulging your guilty pleasure by watching the three of us here today. (laughs) Very much. Uh, Even though we might not be the smartest or the podcast with the most hair, uh, and Dylan appears to be sitting in a dark, dark room. (laughs) (laughs) We do, we do love you and appreciate you sticking with us. And if you've made it this far, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button so you can see more videos without Dylan present in them. We, we, we will see you next time. Be and well. Indulge your pleasures. No guilt. No, no guilt. guilt.